Just got that all over yeah, my leg. Yeah, I got a little bit on my leg, too. <laughs> I'm on a diet, on a diet from the fake beef Cause in my eyes, all that I see is dead meat Mama said God took his time when he made me I put my pride to the side of safety We back, we bite No, don't yell, we're back Bite Mama said God took his time when he made me I hope everyone's having a, a glorious Thursday. Wayne is. Little punk boy. What are you asking me? I meant, like, is this live? Like, are people listening, like, live? No. Do you know how to podcast works? <laughs> making sure. It looks like you were checking for streamers. You're checking for what? Checking for streamers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just, I, I can't see what you're looking no, at. No, you'll here. get the, like we'll get the stats it. back. We'll get the stats back. Okay. okay. You've never given me stats. I don't want to give you the stats. I they're, bet. Not, they're not as great as I'd hope. <laughs> no, they're pretty good. I the, heard we got triple digits. You're under surveillance is deep in the, that's uh, a good, that's flying up the, um, the Apple ranks. That's a top episode. It is. That was the voice of Will Kennedy. Will is with us. Will, how was your break? It's been a while. It's been a while. I mean, we did all this. Well, stuff. okay. All right. Well, let me let me just stop full you disclosure right. let real just, quick. Let me just stop you right there. <laughs> Look at Andre. Don't even know this story. <laughs> oh, you don't know about this? And I didn't tell him because I was embarrassed. <laughs> so, <laughs> there may or may not have been um, an episode I recorded on Monday. Monday night. That was potentially the best episode we've had. I it was good. It wasn't great. Uh, it was good. It, it was might good. have been the best. It was above average. No, some people might have thought it was the best. And I edited it. You were here. I was editing. Mm-hmm. Um, and locked and loaded um, <laughs> for Tuesday launch. And uh, Tuesday came around and it launched. Uh, there was nothing there. No sound. It was an hour and something of just silence. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, as long as you were passionate. <laughs> it was a good episode. So, but, uh, I'd like to apologize. Uh, Justin was so furious that he quit. That's why he's not here today. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Justin's off today, and we have uh, replaced him with Andre Earls. At Andre Reports. At Andre Twitter. Reports. Uh, do you want to give him anything off your resume that would, why hey, it would man. be important that they should fuck with you? I'm very, very passionate. You've said that twice now. About the National Football League. And, you know, I just want you guys to show me some love, man. Whatever you give me, I'll give you back a hundredfold. You ask Mr. O'Bannon. You ask Mr. Kennedy. Don't even say to <laughs> who I am. <laughs> ask him who I am, and they'll and they'll tell you I'm a man of character and integrity. He's Andre. He I'm Casey. Andre. That's Will. This I'm is Will. the podcast about nothing, episode nine. Nine. We're gonna call it nine and a half. That's I've done fair. this before. Um, we're not gonna talk <laughs> about the same shit we did, although it was fantastic. It was great. We're gonna, we might we might touch on a few things because there were some things we discovered um, about the world that really just kind of set in motion. Really, my change. Like I don't think blew, the same that I did mind. on Monday. No, no no, I don't think the same. Like I'm like higher evolved. So 
Yeah, retweet, retweet. You can't even talk to me. We were just talking before we came in here about the presidential alert that was sent out today. Will was the only person in the world that didn't get nah, it. I might, be, get I might be getting it right now. Is it a 1-800 number? <laughs> no, it's, it's not a, a call. It's a it's text. Just a text. Oh, it's like okay. an Amber alert. You have be. bills to pay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was your theory on uh, what what it was? Uh, what they're going to use it for? Why they were testing? Oh the yeah, system? it's it's the purge. <laughs> it's the purge against African Americans because my my ca- my Caucasian uh, colleagues have gotten the text message and I'm, I'm just I'm like Donald I'm your biggest fan and I, and I, don't, have, I don't have anything you I did are, not get a text message I'm just trying to wonder if Donald Trump is going to reciprocate that love I don't think me. he is and it's and it, and it just hurts <laughs> I don't know uh, I don't know how we feel about you <laughs> he just so incriminated himself so he, broke the number, he broke the number one rule, the golden rule. <laughs> he'd be like he'd be like it's a, it's a good looking young kid it's a good looking young kid he's, he doesn't he's not, he's not threatening me right now <laughs> He's it's like, it's like that. It's like that. Fine. Look at that African American over All right, there. You need to stop. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> That's whoa, the way Donald whoa. Trump says. You, you didn't see Andre's eyes the way I saw them. <laughs> it's either that or uh, a nuke, right? Which you wouldn't text the people. You just be nu- like, I mean, it, we shot off a nuke. You, if if a nuke was coming and they just sent us the text message, it just should say like "R.I.P. Dog, you're dead." No, not a nuke is coming. Like we shut like off. We a, shut off one. A, yo, we threw a jab. Wait for lay uh, low. Wait for lay the, low, fam. Yeah. It's gonna be like one of those advertisements. Like s- reply was stop if you do not want to hear Donald Trump's live tweets any yo, longer. Stop, fam. Stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> Retweet. What'd you do over break? Me? Yeah. I worked like seven days a week. Right. It was a good time. Northwestern. Northwestern football. It's not not a great program. Right I now. went to the Michigan game. Andre did not. Andre was at IKEA the whole day. Get in the apartment ready for the kickback. <laughs> for the kickback. Hashtag Andre's kickback. Hashtag <laughs> Medill Mafia. We're going up. UFC two two nine. Conor McGregor. We're watching the fight. And we're just we're, we're just mixing. We're just we're just having fun. How do they get the address to the kickback if you're in Chicago? Um, you know, DM IG. the Instagram at Andre dot Jawan J U W A N. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And just and kick it with your boy, kick it with Casey O'Bannon. Yep, I'll be there putting the Kennedy. rest of your furniture together. I'll also be there. Will will be there. Squaw. Probably. I'll be there a little late. Probably schlacked. I mean, if there's if there's refreshments there, I'm gonna partake in the refreshments. Off the yak. A little bit, a little bit. So we talked last week. I guess it wasn't last week. Monday. That no like one heard. Two days ago, lost files. It's a rerun uh, about the Alabama backfield in 2013. How nasty! Okay. Did we talk about this with you and me? Yeah. Okay. It wasn't last week though. No. Okay. And we we're talking. So for those of you who don't know, that was Derrick Henry was the starter. Uh, I believe Yeldon was the backup. He was a freshman at that time, or Drake was the backup. Kenyon Drake. Yeah. Yeldon was the freshman. Alvin Kamara was in the building. And Alvin Kamara was the fourth. Screwing up. Was he redshirt? Messing up and not doing his homework and partying. Incessantly, yeah, it seemed to really be. He was a caterpillar. <laughs> he was a caterpillar, and he's, and he's he, he had to evolve into, into that butterfly that we sure. see now as the greatest running back in the NFL. No cap. Sure, uh, I think he's the greatest running back ever. That's Relax. a different discussion. Relax. That's, very, that's, for, that's for another podcast. Have you seen him run? <laughs> well, you're gonna have to develop that argument. It's like a unicorn. Substantially, on ice. he just his just feet don't move. It's like he's moonwalking I think his forward. Feet do move? No, they don't. Also, he wears that tape on the back of his arms. The yeah, the little yeah that like that right is here. some cool tape. That I think that alone right. makes him the best best running, running back of all time. If I was playing a sport, any sports, <laughs> golf, 
if all right, if I was on the golf course and a guy shows up with tape all down the back of both arms, I'm like, he's serious. He don't. I don't want smoke with him. <laughs> he's gonna <laughs> see. I disagree. I, would I don't. Want I don't know the golf terms. He's gonna go for tournament. like sixty. Yeah. No, but you know, in high school, when the kid in the basketball game showed up with long sleeves on and the gym hot as shit. Oh yeah, yeah. You already know. I'm like, I don't have him. I... <laughs> <laughs> no, but I don't. I don't have him. Hey man, but there's a man named Todrick Gurley that um, everybody. I'm, needs I'm to not be talking about, about him yet, though. We're talking about Alabama's listen, backfield. Listen, true. But but how crazy was it that they just gave the ball to the biggest, strongest guy instead of he's clearly I mean, the that, worst runner out of all of them. Is he and, not? And people, I mean, and when Derek won the Heisman, people were like, why didn't he get on the Alabama Heisman cover? Because Alabama used to put him on the, or like Heisman used to put a, everybody that's a Heisman went on the cover and they didn't put Derek Henry. Cover of what? Sports I think, I think Sports Illustrated, I think it was. And, and my boy, he works for uh, Alabama PR and he got like literally 10 to 20 calls asking why Derek Henry didn't get a Sports Illustrated cover. And that's super weird. It is weird. But you know what? He shouldn't have won that Heisman. When you get probably not a forty, he was getting like forty carries a game at the end of that year, um, for like one sixty, couple touches, couple touchdowns, um, and McCaffrey was back there, way more efficient, could catch the ball, true, true, um, could pick up the blitz, kick, re- uh, kick return, punt return, all that nonsense. I just think it's wait, was this this was the year they beat Notre Dame in the national championship, right? Alabama, yeah, I think. He's, he ran he, over Manti Teo. He pretty Our, much single-handed. Everyone ran over Manti Teo uh, that uh, three months. Manti Teo, the recipient of the first ever podcast about nothing, get low award, oh, God. stay low award. Can we just not? He's to stay low and, and talk many. about Manti Teo ever. Well, he's, he's stayed low. That's he's why he gets in the, the league award. right now. I know. He's still in the league doing some shit for the Saints, <laughs> giving up a million points. Oh, okay, they're two and two. Let's respect the New Orleans Saints, please. Thank Res- you. Respect Manti Teo. <laughs> They're I respect the man. They're, I respect, they're, they're, love who you want to love. Here goes Andre again. They're two and two. That, love, love who you want to love. Here, you here's know, what he if said, it's your cousin. Do you, do you, here's what he's... I don't know where that came what from. What you just... Man, Titeo did not have a relationship with his cousin. No. It, it was his cousin. It was no, an it imaginary person that didn't exist. No, it was a family member. No, his family member died. Pre- his, yeah, grandma, his grandma died. And then on the same day, his, his girlfriend His fake died. girlfriend that didn't exist died. Yeah. I thought his fake girlfriend was his cousin the whole time. No, his fake girlfriend no, might have been guy. made by like the That was the guy, it was his cousin. That's it, what I'm saying. I think it was like a family friend. Just look it up, guys. Look it up. Either way, the girlfriend fan. wasn't the cousin. The girlfriend was fake. That's, there was no way that was his cousin. He was lying to teammates saying that he had a girlfriend that he had never met, but it was his cousin. It was not But his he cousin. still thought it was his girlfriend. He didn't yes, know it was his no, cousin. So that's obviously. the cousin part matter. No, but the guy was never his cousin. It was just a guy. All right, just look it up. I just will. look it up. Later. Yo, uh, intern, get on that. <laughs> the bodyguard's in the back. <laughs> the bodyguard's Why is his name Casper? Because he's like, oh, never mind. Oh, jeez. I got the... Ju- He's white now. All interns have to be white now. <laughs> I know. I'm racist. I'm racist towards You want to... Because you were just talking um, nonsense about... Wait. That was my other point. They did the same thing with Trent Richardson. Just give it to, to the guy who can squat the Look, most. No, Trent was good in college. Do, do he not was not. He ran over disrespect. people. Yo, Jim Brown said before the draft, and I agree, <laughs> he said he has no wiggle. Oh. Oh. And I said, Jim, that's <laughs> so <dare> correct. <laughs> this man has never had a right, a juke stick in his life. He Jim can't go Brown sideways. needs to be a more respected voice of the Cleveland Browns. If you guys watch Hard Knock, you saw you know they, they brought Jim Brown around. And I think he, that he's a good presence to have. You know, in that locker room and somebody that can just be a sort of a voice of reason. 
Um, I'm high Aaron on the Browns. How do you think? What do you think about him being boys with the president? I, I think it's cool. I mean, I think it's he's cool. a Trump fan. Didn't he said that like three times already? You know, I, I read. You know, I read the autobiography of you said you said what about him being a fan of the president? Yeah. Yeah. So actually, I read an autobiography on on Jim, and and he's actually got some really polarizing views towards the African American community, and just like a lot of positions that you think a, an older African American man would take, he doesn't take. And I think that that's I think that that's interesting. Yeah, but, but wasn't you know, he sort of the Kaepernick of his time? Yeah, he was, but but they talk about sort of sort of the, the sort of the conflicting viewpoints that that he had um, as, as life progressed, and, and he sort of was in had some sexual assault things that happened, and, and so it's just a lot. Um, yeah, when's that going to catch up to him? The domestic. I, think, I mean, hopefully it, never. I think if it hasn't by now, it probably won't. But then again, Bill Cosby happened, so who knows? I don't think the timetable's ever yeah, up Bill, now. Bill Cosby proves you can be yeah. ninety nine years old and still get locked up for They're that. They're still so. arresting. Uh, uh, Nazi war criminals. Not to and, say and like Argentina and shit. Yeah, those two things are not the same. No, no, no. They are both not. bad. I'm just saying that the t- the you know, Lady so, Justice wears a blindfold, but she does not wear a stopwatch. You said that line in some fucking class last quarter. Now. I did. Oh, you did. Yeah. That was the thing. Everybody got salty at. We were role playing, and I role played the shit out of it. Yeah, you did, and then everyone got mad for varying reasons. So talk to me about the bears. Yeah, since um, you want to just, just I just, talk I just want nonsense. all my viewers to know that um, our friend Casey is not embracing the Chicago experience, <laughs> and he's really disrespecting uh, an organization that I really covet at this point. You covet the Bears, an organization that is on top of the NFC North for good reason. <laughs> Chicago Bears, their schedules at three weak. wins and one loss. Okay, so let's be respectful of an offense that's maturing. A defense that is top cinco. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. Top top five. Top two and I'm not two. You know what I mean? And and I just think that Casey's being disrespectful. He's saying that we haven't seen enough of the Chicago Bears, but I've seen enough to say that this is at least a wild card team. I agree with if Casey. If not a, a division winner. What I said was they have no shot to win a Super Bowl. And Which I is accurate. I mean, that's, <laughs> Thank I mean, you. you can, I guess you could nitpick at any of the 32 teams in the NFL and be like, they, they have no shot. But ultimately, somebody's going to win. Yeah, and there's and like one of four teams. the Chicago teams. Bears don't have a stake, a chance, I don't, a minute I don't chance think they do. I don't think they do. I mean, but, but and, and that's you conceptualizing <laughs> a lot of other teams and, and, and saying that they're better than they are. Like, you could say the, the Rams, the Patriots, the Vikings, or any, any other team that you would think that's at closer in proximity. That Rams-Vikings game was Yeah, but how many wild. teams do you know are good? Like for sure. Um, I, I, honestly, I can't say that the Patriots are, are good for sure yet. I can't because I haven't seen Edelman back, so I don't know. I um, the Vikings have, have been. I mean, they I lost. Can tell I, you, the Vikings, I can tell you with almost certainty they will be good at some point. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they'll that, be good when they need no, to be. You're, I mean, you, obviously, you're gonna. You're That's gonna the say, only team you can project for. Okay, and then okay, so then the Vikings. You know, they, I want to say that they're good, but they just lost to the Buffalo Bills, oh. and then and then they did play the Rams, which is a top tier team. So they lost. That was that. a great game. So yeah, so I, I will say the Vikings are okay. The Rams, obviously. Um, so the Vikings the are just okay now. I think the, the Vikings are better than okay. I just think the whole Bills thing happened because the Bills are obviously trash. Sure. And I'm a Bills fan, so I'm allowed to say that. Sure. They're just the worst team ever, and uh. They overlooked them because they had to play the Rams on Thursday night, so they weren't really, you know. They, they just it's kinda, a trap game. Just I, can, I can agree with that. I can agree. With I that. think the Vikings are much better than that game indicated. The funny thing is, and I was saying this earlier today to somebody, is that if you met everyone, clowns the Bills, and they should. Mm-hmm. They're terrible. 
despite that win. They're bad. Even with that win. No, yeah, they're terrible. If you had met a Buffalo Bill player or knew him or grew up with him, you'd be like, that's the greatest athlete I've ever seen. So oh, yeah. You, so you have 53 of those guys. And they're still trash. That's why it's called On Any well, Given Sunday. 52. They can pull up and, and beat you. 52. Of course. Josh Allen doesn't count. All right, but Josh oh, Allen's a big dare kid. dare disrespect the quarterback that hurdled Anthony Barr. <laughs> pretty, pretty athletic-looking guy. He's exactly. athletic, but he can't throw the ball. I mean, he is, he is white. He is white, but he's still athletic. What is it with you and loving athletic white guys? Because he thinks Thielen's better than Adam Diggs. Thielen is I'm the greatest wide receiver in the NFL <laughs> right now. I'm a Diggs Better than AB? Yes, right now, yes. Why? And, li- and listen, listen. This kid's updated every week, and I'm sure that... <laughs> AB segment. Antonio Brown down the stretch. I'm sure that he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna have to electrify the Steelers. Okay, because so you mean the Steelers look terrible right now? Do you mean given the 2018 excuse me 2018 Jesus. season 2018 season or like I, week four? Yes, the twenty. I mean the 2018 season in totality, which is four weeks. But why do we use? I mean, I think wins and losses are not. Season. This is what I was I'm saying. Not, I'm okay. Wins and losses about, are not a good measurement. Okay, we're well, not talking about individual players. I'm not talking about wins and losses. Okay, if you I, just look at Adam Thielen, which the, I mean, the Vikings are one, two, and one. No, no, but, I, I, I was on a different point. My bad. Uh, I'll, I'll let yeah, you finish. But Adam Thielen, I mean, he's one of the greatest possession receivers I've seen since he's since he really blew up last year. Um. And he's just a guy that's just always open. And if he's not open, he's open because he's he's going to catch the ball when, you, uh, when, when you contest it. When you're looking at this, are you looking at for the for the twenty eighteen? Wait, season? wait, wait, wait. He said today that Adam Thielen has the highest contested catch rate in the NFL. And I said it just sounded good. And I said and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure so that's he's true or not. Shit up. And I said, where did you see that? But, he goes, I'm, but he goes, I'm sure probably. <laughs> But I'm sure if you look it up, his contested catch rate is, is very high. So, so Someone you, else that I've seen that had a pretty, like, just if you just watch him, a high contested catch rate is Michael Crabtree. He's not doing much this year, but last year, yeah, if he you did. look at him. He does do that. He, I mean, he just except does when, that. Except when you just, you just know the receivers you can throw to and that are just going to catch it. Is there an uncontested catch rate? Because I think Juju uh, leads. The, <laughs> because every time this man has ever <laughs> caught him, wide open. it's like everyone hit the plague button and everyone died. And he's just like. Third yeah. and 16, third and Juju. I'm you think so he's sick a- of reading the box score and seeing three catches for 91 yards from him <laughs> and no touchdowns. Every think time. has the lowest non-contested catch rate. Like just drops everything. Um, Kel- definitely. Kelvin Benjamin's got to be up there. Definitely Amari Cooper. Oh yeah! What happened to his he, hands? He they turned to fucking cinder blocks. Last I mean, year. they were always cinder blocks. To be real, they look so fat. Yeah. Is that mean? Do you remember the game last year where they're like, "We're just gonna throw it. We're just gonna throw to Amari Cooper," and he went for like twenty receptions for two hundred twenty yards and yeah, two exactly. touchdowns because they're just like, "We're just gonna throw to him yeah, every <laughs> single play." I, we don't even care. We don't I, even care. We win. This remember game the four games before that? I don't think. He, I think he had one catch. Well, I don't know. That, that's his stats this year too. They're like he has one game where he has like one hundred seventeen yards, and the rest he has like yeah. 20 that was yards not in. him in the first couple years in the league. I was playing somebody. It was Thursday that was night. Not I, his, he was not an inconsistent guy. Oh, no. But th- th- last year and this year, he has been completely. Right. This year, he's been consistent, just consistently not great and had one <laughs> outlier. Mm-hmm. I was playing somebody. It was Thursday night football. I still remember. And I was like, for some reason, I just felt like, I think it was because Derek Carr got back healthy. And I was just like, he's going to go off. And I started Amari Cooper, and he went off. Last yeah, like, year? Wow, you yeah. got the Midas touch. Yeah, because he, he had like four <laughs> points, two points, ten. Yeah. And um, but I, I just don't think that I, I think that we're, the Raiders are not going to get a return on investment on that. On no that ROI. No, they're not going to get it. I'd love to have Khalil Mack. Back <laughs> Can we just not talk? About, rest in peace. Yo, I mean, cool. you were just talking about how much you love the Chicago Bears. You should be thrilled. No, 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 no. no, no. I mean, just for the Ra- I mean, just for just oh, for, for John Gruden's sake. Yeah. yeah, but what if he they do great things with those two though. number ones? 
Yeah, I mean, I hope you can draft another Khalil Mack. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think happen. there's another Khalil. What years are they number ones? I have no idea. I mean, you got this year's I number one. I think they're one. the next, this year and next year. Because the if Raiders tank, are definitely if not. If you're tanking, you can get Ed Oliver. I mean, that's that's kind of mm. cool. I mean, it's different. He's an interior guy? Yeah, he's DT. Here's the problem. So, the Ram, I think Hold the on. Rams are trying to get. If you're a defensive tackle and we're number 10, that's another guy I don't want smoke with. <laughs> <laughs> that's so accurate. <laughs> It's tape on the back of your arm. <laughs> it's long sleeves in the gym. And number 10. And number 10, your, your DT, I'm good. <laughs> All right, no smoke. Enjoy love. No, but I think as far as Khalil Mack is concerned, if you – I mean, we can all agree that the, the Raiders are not making the playoffs this year. Oh, fuck no. So, I mean, and the Bears are. And when you look at other teams that – and when you look at other teams that are were in contention for Khalil Mack, I think that um, – the Rams were trying to get him. Who wasn't at the And then and they were like, we're not going to trade to the Rams because we think that the Bears are going to do worse. And now that it looks like the Bears are going to win like 10 games, maybe. You're not going to get high picks. The Packers are going to get hot. I think the Packers are going to get hot. I think the Vikings I think it's win inevitable. that division. That's what I said. Yeah, I think the best two teams in that division From are the, the eyeball the Packers, test. The, the Packers I just, you keep Vikings. saying Packers, but I, I don't think the Packers are better than the Bears. None of you would say that they're better than the Bears right now. I think now. the Bears match up well no, against the Packers. No, but I think the Packers. the Packers are going to get hot. I think it's inevitable. And and when you look at that first that game week one, uh, when the Bears blew it against the Packers, they were and just Khalil Mack had they were look. scared of the Aaron Rodgers. It was the Aaron Rodgers mystique because they had no business losing that game. They didn't well, have a kicker. Well, he fucking went through and did They didn't have a kicker, and let me tell you something. The kicker spot is so important, and you see a lot of teams that just blew it. The mm-hmm. Vikings being one of those teams, blew it mm-hmm. against the Packers. Then the Bears blew it against the Packers. And what other team didn't? Uh, was it the Cleveland Browns that missed a kick? Oh, they missed blew like it. 10. They, 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 they blew it week one against who, Steelers, who did they play? Steelers. The Steelers. In overtime, right? And so it's like you, you have to have a kicker. That's so important. you got to be able to close games, and the Bears just didn't. Or else they'd be undefeated right now. And, then, and what do you say to a team that's undefeated? Do you say they're not worthy if they beat the Packers in their 4-0? Are they still – they're not. They're not good. You're gonna still say the Packers are a better team. I would. Who, what, if the Bears were four zero? Yeah. If they win that one game, if they don't choke, kick the field goal. What do you say? So, so who'd they beat? They beat the. They I'd didn't say, beat the Packers. Yeah, but, but they the, could have. All right. Did the Chiefs not start out six and zero last year? I don't remember. I don't. Was that last year or two years? I think it was yeah. two years ago. Six and zero, and then they were six and six. All of a sudden. I think that was two years ago. Okay. You, it's still the same thing. So why do I care about the first four games of the season, other than the eye test? I mean, that's fine. The Chiefs still made the playoffs. So I don't know if they're and good or not. And ultimately, it comes down I know to the, I know is that, that the year Marcus Mariota? I know the Rams' so- offense is good. I know the Chiefs' offense is good. And I know the Jags' defense is good. That's about all I know. And you know the Patriots will be And good I know Tom Brady will eventually be good. When I he know get, the Bills are bad. When he gets a guy slightly more athletic than you and I on at receiver. Do not disrespect Christopher Hogan. <laughs> He hasn't done shit. <laughs> He's I'm, I'm very open, disappointed. Though. I'm very disappointed in Chris. I, I think thought, that he could yeah. be. I, I think he, he could be better. And last year he showed he, in spurts. He showed how athletic he could be. And really? I was like, Yeah, man, Chris Hogan's. There good. might be another athletic white no, but, guy but, other than Adam but, Thielen. And but people Jordan were saying. Edelman. People are saying uh, uh, it's because of Edelman on the field that he gets open. When last year he was winning routes. No, yeah, he's one on one. He is good. But here's the thing. He it hasn't won not only not only Julian this year. Yeah, not only Julian, but. Don't forget Danny Amendola. Now, I, I and I think that there's some a certain special effect to 
a player that mm-hmm. can fit in a system and be good. And I think that that was Danny. And now I think he'll be a little bit underwhelming um, and flat with the Dolphins. But I think How's he with been the Patriots, year? he's actually been pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not so much about his production; it's about what he uh, attracts on defense. And what he can open he up. He sits right at the first down marker, and all these linebackers have to attack that. So, what are you going to do? Else. You run Gronk's big ass right by him. Yeah. You know, Brady and Rogers' yards per attempt are way down. They're both at the bottom of the league, like seven yards, and and I think Tom's at like six point nine. Ooh, nice. Stop talking. And that's it. because you don't have time to throw, and you don't have guys that can beat coverage. So. But yeah, that all changes this Thursday when and I would say Josh all, Gordon. I don't comes think our back. offensive line is struggling. I mean, we just we played the Jaguars. Who's that we again? Yeah, who you is speak we? French now? <laughs> who who is we? I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just I just revealed. <laughs> I am. I do happen to be a Patriots fan. Okay. But just don't it, look. So don't tell Patriots anybody. Patriots fans here. Don't tell anybody. Yeah. I just didn't know that. Okay. I'm a closet Patriots fan. I don't think it's too closeted. Except for the tattoo I mean, it's on my still, it's still <laughs> H, it's still HTTR. Redskins, those are my boys. Still HTTR. But yeah, I am a I am a Pat. Um, and so I, I just think, and then we play Matt Patricia, and so those are two matchups where I give us that. I think that, that was a, a good game. It's Aeronautical, okay for us to lose. What the Lions game? Yeah, yeah, I was good. shocked by that game. It was a terrible. It was a terrible game for, for your, us. For your perspective, I think Tom Brady was on the field for eighteen. Seconds. I mean, you said, it was a, you said it was a good game. I mean, it can't be a good game where both teams. No, aren't it was. Well. It was the. It was I hate the Patriots. It so was the. If if you draw a blueprint up to beat the Patriots, that Matt Patricia drew that shit up and well, did it. Yeah, Matt Patricia Run knows the ball. better than fucking anybody. You take a bunch of time off the clock. Definitely convert on third down. Clock that clock did not stop moving the entire game. I was just mad that uh, Kerryon Johnson broke the the Lions' one hundred game yards. rushing streak. Yo, against the crowd us. got so lit when that happened. That was so they funny. were so hyped, and Kerryon so was like, "What's going on? I literally don't know. What's like, I literally don't know what's going on." He was like, "Oh, y'all been trash, trash." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, if one more person says carry on my wayward son. No, no, no. no there's I'm a dude snuffing. in my no, 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 fantasy no, no, no. league. No, wait. I'm snuffing you. Who the fuck says there's that? My, there's a dude in my Everybody. fantasy league. I'll kill someone. He literally <laughs> named, he named his team after yeah, carry I know. on. Nah, I'm good, fam. No, one more. Carry no, what? on that my wayward it, son. son. That ain't it, fam. No, social media managers. Stop. If I see you, it's on site. Don't use it as a caption. It's recycled. Throw the hands. Thank you very much. Trying to throw the hands? Yeah. I bet. That's a lot of NFL talk. Look at us. Good for us. Yeah, we actually know things we about talk, sports. We talked to. We talked. Andre couldn't wait to get his shit off. Apparently oh not. Oh my god. He came in with that because fucking. I'm heat. just tired of people disrespecting the city of Chicago. <laughs> Who is? I feel like Andre's a fan of like 27 NFL teams. Yeah. Okay. Everybody but like the Jaguars. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with Duval? I just Doug Marone, Jalen Ramvall, Blake like, Bortles, nah, Blake Cocky. Bortles, Blake Bortles, and everyone Doug but Marone. like the Broncos. Ain't nobody give yeah, a yeah. shit about uh, yeah, the Broncos. I don't, yeah, I don't care about I fuck with Case Keenum a little or bit. Or the Cardinals. Cut it out. You need to... Hey, nah. When's the last hey, time... Hey, Will? When's the here, last... here it comes. Will, you got gum in your hair. <laughs> you need to cut it out. Case Keenum is not a franchise quarterback. And we is. saw I that didn't... Sunday night. I'm not saying he Was is. it Monday night? I don't know. It was Monday night. Monday, was night. Monday night when he overthrew Demarius Thomas for a game-winning touchdown. And I'm, that's the difference between having a franchise quarterback. Yeah, and I'm not saying he's a franchise quarterback. I'm just saying I fuck with him. I fuck with the, the Yeah, I'm sure he has a great story. personality. I'm just, I just fuck with the University of Houston story. is a huge school. Not back when he played. We mean like population-wise or just like I just who, mean like who from a played. football program standpoint. Wait, it's still not a big, great school. I mean, there's some. I mean, we got. I mean, they got Ed Oliver. We got Landon Roberts. I don't trust anyone named Case. Can't even finish. <laughs> his, I can't even finish his name. He's not gonna finish. <laughs> he's not gonna finish the game. I am so dead. I'm asleep. <laughs> Wait, why don't we ever talk about Antarctica? Like in general? Yeah. 
I mean, they ain't do, all do, going do, on down wait, there. Wait, I'm, 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 I'm serious. Somebody talked about Antarctica today, and I'm like, that's one seventh of the world. It's probably more. That that it's is fat. Big, it's fat. Big as hell. You know how so many? It, I mean, I think that that means it deserves one seventh of our podcast. So let's talk about let's it. Let's talk about it. Okay, there's. What's there to talk about? What's I don't know the Ice? square footage or but you square got your mileage. Laptop right there. But I know that there's. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up, man. I I don't want to use them all my roaming minutes. On your laptop in your apartment. Exactly. So I bet. <laughs> It's big. That's all I know. All I know is it takes up the entire. If you have a map on the is wall, it, bigger it takes than, up the bottom. Is it bigger than Adam Thielen's catch radius? <laughs> yes, I would. I think that is a safe bet, Andre. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> but it's super big, right? And oh my god, I'm out of beer. Uh, all right, that that sounded great on the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> you can go get one while I talk about an article. That's great. Um, it's big, right? It's not small. Let's okay. put it that way. So we'll find out the square mileage in a second. I'll look it yeah, up please. you refuse to. There is between 1,000 and 5,000 people living there on average a year. And none of them are permanent residents. They're all doing scientific exploration. Whoa! What? Do fucking take a guess. Of what? Square what, mileage of Antarctica. Well, I don't know. What's uh? Just take a, de- just take a guess. I don't know. I what- will compare it. Okay. How, what, how big is the United you, that's States? That's what I was going to say. I'll, I'm going to tell you what the United States is right now. Hmm. Because I think some things are like 10 yards and they end up being like 6 inches. Okay. This makes a little more sense. Okay, so the United States is 3.7 million miles. Excuse me? Square mileage? Yes, square miles. So 3.7 million. So I'm going to say Antarctica is 70. Oh, no, you're way off. Uh, it's It's 5. Oh. See, I didn't. I didn't expect the United States to be that big when I first said "whoa." Wait, why did I say seventy? Million? I don't know because that's a fat ass continent. Well, man. I don't know how far it goes down because I never turned over the globe like that. <laughs> so that's where Bruh, okay. I mean that's where Santa Claus's headquarters. All right, right. So that's the North Pole, my G. So think of something. Would you say with three point seven? Antarctica. Three point seven is the United States. The United States. Think of something. Uh, uh, one and a half million miles bigger, right? That's Antarctica. Is Antarctica? Now think of. How much is a thousand people? There might be a thousand people at Andre's kickback. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if there's more. So take Andre's kickback and put it in Antarctica, and that's the only people that are there. In there's nothing there. Okay, but I understand that. But but isn't it crazy? They don't have cities. Like there's no names to cities. Yeah, there is. You ever heard of Winterfell? Lol. (laughs) (laughs) So you're saying like? No, I'm not. Let that sit. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Fuck off. King's Landing, <laughs> Flea um, Bottom. So like, <laughs> do you have business in Flea Bottom? Right, are, are you trying to say we should like inhabit Antarctica? No, but I think that honestly, I was sitting at my laptop today in class thinking that there were some real estate opportunities. This that, is what you were thinking in class. I will be the guy. To, everyone's talking about occupy Mars. Why don't you occupy the seventh <laughs> continent first? Facts. Even Australia don't got a lot of people. Who wouldn't want to do an uh, excursion, a log cabin retreat in Antarctica? Anyone who likes. You warmth can, look they say that no, well, there's, but, you know, there's, people, there's only, people go to iceland people go to people do but there's a few things a... that are just invaluable in this world and and land is one of them yeah but you got to grab it up look how much an acre acre that, of that's what the whole world was built on was grabbing land and you're gonna tell me you forgot about the biggest continent i don't care if I mean, it's, it's cold. a little cold i there. don't know if it's the biggest i think australia might be 
No, there's no way that Australia's bigger than Antarctica. I mean, Australia is a commodity that's been taken at this point. It's not. It's not that populated though. It's 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 so progressive up there, and so many people are, up there. are feel like they're <laughs> up there. Up there, it's entitled. literally called down under. Down under. Oh yeah, no, I was wrong. Antarctica. Uh, I'm sorry. Australia is interesting because they were isolated from the rest Do of. Do you the know human- that I know two Australians personally? Oh, go, I wasn't saying anything important. Go ahead. <laughs> it's that Pangea shit. It fucking separated it. What? That Pangea shit. Casey, Mr. O'Bannon, please don't tell me you haven't heard of Pangea. This that is the most important. Pangea. He's, he's, I mean, he's a little slow. What's Pangea? I'm sorry, Tracy. What's Pangea? You're, yeah. Tracy, your child continent? isn't slow. He isn't slow. Oh, oh, okay. Yes, 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 yes. I know. I, is that the word? Was that the name? That's what it? it's called, Pangea. Okay. I sorry. just know it as... Supercontinent. Earth. <laughs> as Stephen A. Smith would say, stay off the, <laughs> weed, off the weed, man. Oh, this is going to be a good game. Never. I'm going to watch that shit. At the kickback. Which game? Oh, Notre Dame, Virginia Tech. Yeah. yeah. We, Notre we Dame's, haven't had on in the Notre Dame's getting smacked. We're watching UFC 229, Conor McGregor versus, uh, what's the other guy's name? I don't uh, know. Khabib. He doesn't drink It's whiskey. not important. <laughs> yeah, because he's going to lose. So, <laughs> Conor McGregor actually beat Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> Let me just tell you. <laughs> Crossing fight platforms? Going from UFC that to boxing? The game. And you expect that man to he be did. on Floyd's level? He did better than I thought. I mean, Floyd, Floyd Mayweather doesn't knock anybody out anymore. No, I mean, he's, that's, he's finesse as fuck. That's like, <laughs> Floyd, I mean, if that's what you want to call it, he's Floyd played, running around the ring the whole time. Floyd, <laughs> Floyd played with him. Oh, yeah. Oh, see, and then and then, and then this is what Floyd, Floyd enthusiasts say. They'd be like, oh, Floyd just, he played with him. He just, he did that. No, he played with himself and ran around the ring pause. for that's two he, hours. That's how, that's how he fights, <laughs> though. That's the thing. Yeah, pause on that, but w- yeah. What did you say? I so said that's how he fights, though. Floyd? Yeah. That's how he fights. Uh, yeah, I, he, could, I could run around a ring, too. recently. Uh, yeah, but the first the first four rounds were comical. I mean, he, he I won. Couldn't, I didn't watch it. He wanted to give it to, to Connor. I, I didn't, yeah, I couldn't watch it until, like, the last round. Or last yeah, two rounds. I mean, the least you can do is give me ten rounds. I paid $100 for it. Who was, who was, the, See, gin, who was the ginger that he fought? Who? Floyd? Connor? Floyd? I don't know. No, the, Connor's not a ginger. I mean, he's No, you said who he fought. Is. That was a ginger. Like the, oh, the, oh! I thought you were talking about a, a ginger that Connor fought. No. Uh, uh, Canelo. Yeah, Canelo. Yeah. I think that's when that's when Floyd was really effective, sort of, sort of, kind of outlasting him, and Canelo started dropping his hands, got a little tired, and and Floyd was able to kind of just he was really he got some combinations off. He's the best. I don't really see it this time. He's like, the best defensive boxer in history. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he really got oh, yeah. combinations off against Connor. Like I didn't really see that. I didn't see him like really just develop swings and. And so I, I'm just really not like sure he won the he won the match, but it wasn't just like oh wow Conor McGregor is a terrible. I still don't know why they stopped that fight. I didn't watch it. The first, they didn't I, stop the fight. They, yeah, they did full... in the tenth round. They stopped it. I thought it went a full twelve. No, they stopped it for no reason. I don't know why. I mean Conor wasn't it was getting his ass kicked in the tenth round, but it wasn't <laughs> like I wasn't afraid for Conor's life. You know. Oh, you stopped that fight. Yeah, Conor was getting fucked up. He yeah. wasn't. He wasn't gonna die. Okay. Let, here's. Let me let you all in on a secret about boxing. The objective it's is to f- fuck the other person up. Okay. If that round was exponentially worse than the other ones. Yeah, but it, it was. It was. Uh, Connor has lulls in his fights. I've seen every Conor McGregor fight. He has lulls. Um, this one just happened to come a little later because in UFC there's five five rounds, yeah. right? In a championship fight, um, he has he has lulls, fatigue lulls. And he hits a wall, and then he comes back, right? So there's points where he doesn't fight back. Yeah. There are points that he does not so fight do back. Think- but in boxing, you have to fight. And I guess in MMA, too. But 
the the judges in MMA will let that thing go. Yeah, <laughs> you know, until it can't go any longer. The judges in boxing was like, he's not throwing punches back. Kind of like, because I'm tired, <laughs> I, I'm gonna be all right. You know. Lol. So, so, do you think if they kept the fight going, the result would have changed? No. Okay, then. So, but why I paid a hundred dollars. My first pay per view boxing experience was a uh, uh, Pacquiao Mayweather, and I was livid. I was so fucking oh, mad about that if, shit. Oh my! Uh, no, so I watched it. I had the plug. I watched oh, it on RojaDirecta.tv, <laughs> and uh, I had to change the feed. There was like 10 different feeds. I had to change it every minute and a half, but that was the first $100 fight. And I me, was so mad. I was watching with my friend from Colombia, and he was like, oh, we are not watching this fight. Well, that was Russian. I don't know what I'm that, Yeah, that was not Colombia. Sorry. I know that much. I, I get it mixed up. So Australia, right? Australia is weird because they were separated... From the rest of the human population, uh, this is when after the land bridge melted, right? So the indigenous people took the land bridge from wherever they were. I believe it was, you know, Asian Pacific. Yes, um, somewhere that was not Australia. Mongolia. uh, Sure. Yeah. So they took the land bridge into what is now Northern America, right? So when that land bridge melted, it melted. That was Africa. Excuse me? That was Africa. No. That the indigenous people came from? No, oh my, yeah, you're right, my bad. My yeah, bad. so you're right. that the what well, what, what talk about my motherland? Please put some respect on it. <laughs> was I disrespectful? Yeah, I, just <laughs> I apologize. I did it not. It wasn't in the right tone. <laughs> I did not intend. When you say Africa, <laughs> Africa. <laughs> <laughs> I need some enthusiasm. All right, <laughs> from now on, I got you, fam. I'm gonna play the drums when, whenever you say Africa. Are we playing Jumanji? Oh my God, am I a man? Oh, you want to talk about the new Jumanji? Yeah, I'm talking about the Robin Williams Jumanji. So the land bridge melted, right? That's how they got to Northern America, right? So they were separated for 10,000 years. What changed was that Christopher Columbus sailed over to what he thought was India. Sailed over with all the smallpox and shit. Yes, but like I said on Monday, he brought smallpox back. Disrespect America's one of America's founding fathers. Oh, here. I, I think oh. everything I say, Andre is gonna spin it to be disrespectful. So don't disrespect Christopher. Yeah, but Columbus. Columbus, Columbus brought syphilis back to Europe. He did. It was a two-way street. It Do you have a- proof? Were you there? He caught the syphilis. Weren't we all there in a way? <laughs> he has medical proof. <laughs> hey, can somebody pull up Casey's uh, no, medical records? No, that's a lie. No, that's fake. <laughs> Don't even say nothing to me, boy. You look like a motherfucking mother. Now that that's so. <laughs> this boy came ready with the sound effect. My soundboard is nice. All you other podcasters don't got shit on me. You still, you got more than six. Come now? see me in this podcast game. I got tape on my arms, on the oh. back of my arms. I'm a, I'm the number ten D tackle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So anyway, that is why Australia was isolated from all that, right? Yeah, it was so still over, isolated from all this No, bullshit. but for over 10,000 years in a very um, uh, very crucial evolutionary scale, right? That's when we were evolving into what we are today. They were by themselves. They were not... They were fucking they were, wild. They were not mating with other you know, humans from other places. So that's why it's the only place in the world with mammals who have pouches. I feel Didn't we talk about this like two days ago? Yes. Not on the pod, though. Just oh, like, no, I was just wilding in class. Yeah, no, yeah, I remember that. That was weird. Yeah. The other the other thing I mentioned in class today, my teacher was like, why are you here? Your was, politics class? No. My, my coding class. Was, uh, I mentioned that, uh, so the, the uh, Cassini, 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 the uh, spacecraft that they sent to uh, orbit Jupiter. Yeah. And its moons in 2004. It got there. It was a seven-year trip. Um. 
it, ju- uh, t- it, 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 it went around for 20 years and then it purposely, they sent it and blew it up into the moon of Jupiter, right? Because it costs more to keep to it going it than it does just to crash it. Yeah, or to bring it back, right? So they crashed it. But before they sent it out, they purposefully disinfected the hell out of it. Because while when you crash into the moon of another planet, who's to say that there's not life in Jupiter in even a billion years, a million years? The toxins that we are not exposed. It's the same thing as Columbus. We were not exposed to the same things as they were in Europe as, as the Americans were. I didn't know earthly beings cared about other life. I'm just... Yes, they're very conscious. That's a, that's a, that's a misconception about I our, guess we our space from travel. Our mistakes. Yeah, so they don't want to contaminate a possible life source. I'm just very curious how this could come up in your coding class. Oh, it's a longer story than that. But oh, I, okay. I said that and my teacher looked at me and we kind of stared at each other like the P. Diddy gif on the voice. <laughs> and then I finished with, that's a fact. <laughs> And he That's said, a strong way to finish. And he said, you're expelled. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you, got that, you got that double F. Yeah. So, so what y'all think about that? Wait. I ain't got much to say I, about that. All right. So, so Will has his um, Mount Rushmore fast food Yeah. that he wants to go by. So why don't you tell the people about your Mount Rushmore fast food? So me, so you got to. You don't have the, to preface of what we pull up the how presidents real quick. I don't okay. remember which is which. It was it was Washington, the worst president ever. Okay, I mean, please don't disrespect. Oh, George here we go. I mean, I don't know if I is there a I white person you haven't defended today? <laughs> hey, look, if my father watches this, please. <laughs> he even defended Josh Allen. Oh my God, that's I, like, I did not. Yes, you I did. Defended his yes. athletic ability. So, so that's but defending I will him. Say how just blatantly racist he was. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that shit. N-word in song lyrics two times on Twitter. (laughs) Only to be blasted by his black locker room mates before being taken back in with open arms. And that's what led them to a victory against the the greatest teams in the NFL has ever seen. The Minnesota Vikings. The greatest he's ever seen. He hurdled one of the greatest linebackers we've ever seen, Anthony Barr. You're getting wild right now. You feel me? All right. So <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> so well, I don't even remember what my my, my so is uh is it Washington? All right, so Washington Jefferson, Jefferson? OG Washington OG's Popeyes. I don't think that was your. I think Washington was McDonald's for you. Was oh, you're right. You're right. Washington is readily available. Always kind of always there for you, like the one dollar bill. Yeah, sort of racist. Go sort of yeah. Right. yeah. Well, all these are sort of racist, so except good. Lincoln. Yeah. So Jefferson. Good. Jefferson would be. Not a not a one of the trash burger places. Uh, I might go Canes. Oh, that was Canes. For it you. was Canes. Right. Yeah, raising Canes. See, tell me why I thought these restaurants would be like restaurants that you want to visit in the future, like rare ones or something. Are you going to talk into the microphone today? I mean, just I, I didn't have raising Canes back home. My my first experience was in Chicago, and I fuck with it heavy. Yeah, I really am about that life. <sighs> no no slaw double bread. I'm gonna get yours in a second. Don't worry. Roosevelt. That's Teddy. Teddy Roosevelt's Popeyes. He's wild. He's a game changer. He's wild. He's a game changer. Right. And Lincoln. Now, I said, <laughs> to preface how this came about, I said, Lincoln has to be soaked in tragedy. Yep. I'm so dead. And it has to be a liberator. Because that's what Lincoln was. And Will said, Taco Bell. And that cut shit is just out. He has gum in accurate. his hair. He has gum in his hair. That, I'm I mean, going to need you to cut because, it out. Because Taco Bell went through some adversity, you know, with the... Uh, is it real beef? Is it not? They went through <laughs> that shit. Fish. I don't give like, a fuck what kind of meat that is. That white women were like, I did not know <laughs> that there were calories 
in these burritos. How dare you say, Taco Bell, that this is not 100% relief. I will sue yeah. every single administrator in Taco Bell. They overcame that shit real administrator. quick. And, and sometimes you got to overcome obstacles. So I'm, I'm sure that the CEO, the administration, Taco well, Bell. Well, Lincoln, Lincoln had to overcome obstacles. I know. That's why I'm saying it's a great comparison. You know, people say and Lincoln his... might have been gay. Okay. There's a, there's a theory out there. That's not I'll... true. He's a logger. There are no gay loggers out there. <laughs> logger. That exists. We live in Lincoln State. I just realized that. Um, so you're, are you saying that Tom Wilkes Booth yeah, it is created a, a hate crime? Tom, committed a hate crime? Tom Wilkes Booth? Or uh, John. Yeah, I was, I was cool. <laughs> a little bit. So wait, what was uh, the Emancipation Proclamation was basically like the Baja Blast. <laughs> I mean, if you want to boil it down to that, I'd still say no. This guy said four score and three loaded gorillas ago. I that was so <laughs> dead. What? We are, we are literally out here adapting history as we speak. I'm asleep. <laughs> four score. What's your, what's your uh, fast food vibe? So, I think... <laughs> now you want to talk about it. <laughs> we've got to go with... Um, I'm not really much of a fast food guy anymore, so this is extremely Yeah, but hard you used to be like into the big into the food this world, is, right? This is extremely hard for me. I would say that when I used to eat red meat, I was a, I was a huge Five Guys enthusiast. Wow. I don't know if I, I consider a, that fast food, though. I mean, uh, it is. Yeah, it's not, it's it's like not a different fast, level. Those it. employees are like, oh, we're going to be slow on purpose. <laughs> we're going to take gonna 20 six, minutes to get your Yeah, we're going to have six employees. We're, one of us is going to put the bacon on. One of us is going to put the lettuce on. I five guys one of us is going to get the buns ready. So now you're against job creation? Oh, I am so dead. No, nah, um, the, the the five guys people act nice until you like get all the toppings are free, okay? Unless it's like premium, like bacon. So now they're gonna be like, oh, you want all? Oh, you want toppings? Toppings? Okay, <laughs> let me make this burger super slow. Oh my god! They make the burger super slow regardless. Yeah, I'm a five guys because that's a Virginia that's a Virginia joint. Yeah, I got I gotta go I gotta go Canes too. I'm a big Canes fanatic. It's love it. so. You know, I'm, I'm. Yeah, but Texas has mad better chicken places than the rest of the world. So like, yeah, but if I said the Texas change, y'all wouldn't know them. Have y'all? Like, like, see, like, I ain't like, never no, been to Whataburger. Um, I ain't so never been to Whataburger. There's a place called Golden Chick, um, from my hometown. Yeah, Chances yeah, are, know. I follow them on Instagram. I mean, Golden Chick <laughs> is very delicious, scrumptious. If you're ever in Texas, damn, my pulled pork. Hit right that up. Right. I'm not a big Whataburger fan. I did it a lot, like junior year of college, and I was just like. This is a mistake. You experimented? See, I've never done it, and I hear it's Honey like, butter chicken biscuits will get stuck in your throat. <laughs> See, that's the thing I heard I got to get if I ever go there. And it's just like, I'm good. It's an unpleasant experience for me. You rub two of them joints together and get a fire? What about the spicy ketchup? I mean, it's just not all it's cracked up to be. Just put some pepper in your ketchup. <laughs> See, I don't fuck with ketchup to begin with, but I'm, I'm curious <laughs> pepper about Pepper and hot sauce ketchup. in your ketchup, it's like the same, basically. That is gross. Right. Peppered ketchup? I mean, the, ke- the, the cane sauce is unfuckwithable. The ketchup of house pepper? <laughs> I am the ketchup of House Pepper. That's disgusting. And what is your business in King's Landing? I am here to see the queen of ketchup. Whataburger Estate is in my birthright. So, you know, speaking of, um, I don't know, we weren't even speaking of anything. I don't know why I just said You're that. talking about fast food. Uh, your boy Kodak has beef now. With, I mean, with who? 6 9 With diabetes. Takeshi? I mean, called him well, out. That, that goes without Called saying. him out today, and then deleted the Instagram post because I think he realized <laughs> that he doesn't really want that noise. I don't know. I would Kodak. He is... doesn't want beef with six Takeshi nine. six nine. No, no, no. Because... Six nine doesn't want beef with Kodak. That's oh, more accurate. He, he, yeah. No, no. Six nine put out an Instagram post, and he said some things I will not say here because chances are my mom is listening. Oh my <laughs> word! Oh my goodness! And 
and then he deleted it. He tagged Kodak. See, in that it makes way more sense. Yeah, why would Kodak? That's no. what I thought. I'm like, you're wilding. Kodak is happy. He's a little heavy. Somebody <laughs> told me he looked like Cookie from Ned's The Classified. Oh, I am so dead. I, I put on my oxygen happy mask. Happy and heavy. <laughs> happy and heavy. <laughs> yeah. So how do you feel? Uh, Broward County is going to prosper, no? Over the Bronx? Over Choe? I mean, if it's six nine, Broward County versus Takeshi 6 9 who... Our version of Takeshi Six Nine, R.I.P. We haven't really lamented that well enough, I don't think. Yeah. Got that Fifi um, and that. Weedy. But yeah, no sniper gang would 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 handle that real quick. Mm. Hey, I need you to relax and please don't disrespect Six Nine. You're not. You don't that. want me to disrespect. Do not six, disrespect nine. a rapper who has a whole tribe of gang members on his payroll. Okay. Wait. So He's the, got Bloods and Crips on his payroll. Wait. Did you see what the district attorney said to, uh, this week in Manhattan? No. So his this the the his parole was up a year ago, uh, six nine. <laughs> but he lied about it. And the D, no 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 the D is up a year ago, so he's clear of those charges. And the DA says no, he's going back to jail. <laughs> and they said they said, but his parole was up a year ago. He goes, I don't care. He's a gang member, and I don't like him. He's, he's a and gang member by like, association. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh sounds my like, god, sounds about right. That <laughs> was never initiated. We need to see his paperwork. Y'all ever see that video on Twitter when he like got his car painted or some shit, and then he just like. Drove off with it without paying. You did? <laughs> yeah. That kid needs some help. Yo, that shit was all the funniest all, all thing. All that is staged. When he was beefing with Chief Keef, he came up here. Right? He went to the O Block on the south side. Oh, please. And then he posted a video. He's like, I'm out here. You know, oh, all that and, and whatever. And it was so, probably like 5 p.m. No, there was a security camera across the street. It was 4.20 in the morning. And he had three SUVs with him. He hopped out the car. They filmed the video, and he hopped hey, back, in, hop back in. Oh my god, that's so weak. Guys, is it safe? Is the coast clear? You got to check in with me. Did you check the other block? Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys secure a perimeter? Like, cause they'd be they'd be on roofs. Sniper gang, Kodak. Yeah. Now, one of the funniest Instagram beefs, I think, just like from a from a humor standpoint. Yeah. I don't know if they're still beefing, but fucking Floyd and Fifty Cent. Yo, Jeez. some of them oh, videos yeah. is the funniest they did not, things. Hey, I've no ever pun seen intended. They did not pull punches. <laughs> nah, they're <was> just like, <laughs> like there was one video. He's Don't just do like, that. <laughs> yo, fifty more fifty cent than it is Floyd. Fifty cent just always comes with the heat against Floyd for some reason. It's, it makes me no. die. Oh, I was so dead when um when Floyd pulled up Fifty's documentation. Oh no 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 no, it was Fifty that pulled up Floyd's um domestic violence paperwork. I was like, I was so dead. Like, why like, do they even dislike each other? They're just cross. They, were they used to be so, partners. They used to be boys. Like, yeah, they used to be partners in the promotion gang, and then uh, Floyd didn't roll with Fifties oh, promotions. I didn't know that. And then you know when you deny Fifty is bag, it's over with because Fifties yeah. net worth is like five hundred thousand dollars now, so he needs everything <laughs> he can get. When he was going through bankruptcy charges, and then he spelled out "I'm broke" with stack ten thousand dollar <laughs> racks, the judge was like, "You're not broke." Uh, and then Fifty was like, "Oh shit! You know they can they can find you. They can take that money if they find out you have money. If you're stashing cash, you, you better bury money. it." So he said, "No, that was fake money." I was like, "No, nah, those those were blue hundreds." <laughs> yeah. those look real to me. I went from my, my my bills went from RV green to navy blue. I said, "Salute." <laughs> Who, wait, whose line is that? Wayne Carter Five. Yeah. Carter V. Greatest yeah, album. Good of all album. Time. Andre and good I. Good album. Andre and I were like, "That's just gonna suck." And then we played it, and we were yeah, like, y'all was "Yo, sleep. it's not that good. Y'all like, was it's sleep. better than we thought." And now it's like, "Yeah, it's starting to make." Nah, y'all sleep. Where do you rank that in the Carters? <laughs> I, I mean, don't uh, don't do three. that. No, 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 top, no, 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 no it's top three. Uh, I go three, two, that's, five. That's a cop out. 
you can't just say it's top three. Out okay, of three is number one, obviously. Yeah, yeah obviously for sure. I fuck with Carter too. I need to listen to the to four again. Uh, four wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that good. You know, some tracks on there it, was like, some other stuff going on in the get, world. Don't get I mean, confused right. like some of the tracks on Carter Four with like I'm not a human being, which kind of came out around the same time because like I am not a human being is just not good. Whoa, Bill Gates. <laughs> Whoa, nah. brother! Nah. I'm single. Nah, fam. Oh, this is like, he's no. like so right, he's, right above it. Yeah, I'm, I don't no, fuck with right above it that much. Hey, this is what I need to do, my man. Just go ahead and listen to it again because there's some tracks on there. See, that like that's are. that's when the era of oh, Wayne to me like shifted a little bit. Like, see, I'm all about like no, Carter three, Carter two. He, he did, he did, and like I, I appreciate it. I don't just, I just don't fuck with it that hard. Right now, and be like, to show you all the heat. Okay, but uh, like it's not as good as his other shit. Like, like uh, of what? Like, all of the what? all the droughts, I fuck with so heavy. Oh please, what? Break. Gonorrhea? No, I with do not you? like that song. Sorry, I'm single. Right above it, no. Bill Gates. No, those are all fire. And if I play them for you right now, you're gonna be like, oh yeah, those are good. Mm. Gonorrhea is like a top. If you're trying to tell me those are better than the earlier Wayne shit, then I just disagree. I like her. You don't like this? I mean, I don't. You don't like this? It's okay. It's not as good as the other shit. What are you talking about? It's okay. It's okay. This is one of the craziest beats I had ever heard. It's a good beat. It is a good beat. When you you know the difference, like when you were really outside doing things as a kid, (laughs) a beat hits you a little different. You know, like kids, like I don't know if kids now are gonna take um, Carter Five and be like, Joe, you remember when the Carter Five was out and I was out. On the block when selling tootsie rolls. Can you, can you give your no ceiling story again? Yeah, when I was going through my breakup. Can you with, give us um, your no ceiling story about your homeroom? Oh my god! <laughs> Don't incriminate yourself, Case. I yeah. think this whole story is incriminating. So we were no ceilings dropped, and I was in in, in third period. We had homeroom. It's such a random time for homeroom. Yeah, it was like in between first, and we had to read for the first thirty minutes, and then we, you know, if you had a C, which I did, you had <laughs> always you had to go to the class that you had to see in and work on it for the rest of the period. No, Casey can't read. So it was called major time. He does. is illiterate. That's for true. sure. So my teacher, Mister Lord, would, you know, read whatever. So the Carter three drop or not Carter three? No ceilings, no ceilings dropped. And then the intro track came on, <laughs> and we weren't allowed to make noise. My teacher was mad cool, but like for the first thirty minutes, you could not make noise. So Wayne came on talking about Nick, and I'm out while you yawn and I'm gone and my teacher's sitting there like Oh my gosh, this is hard. <laughs> I'm so dead. That's like, you told so me that story funny. before. Yeah, shout out to Mr. Lord, man. He beat cancer twice. I hope twice. he's listening to the pod. He beat cancer twice. All right, the MLB playoffs, well, I don't even know. They they're not even the playoffs. Started I don't yesterday. Know. Yeah, they started yesterday. It's been it's been nuts, okay? And so we're going to check in with our MLB Insider expert Lance Brozdowski, who's currently on his jog. All right, Lance, how are you? How's the jog going? Jog's good. Yeah, I'm a little tight. I haven't done this in a bit, but it's really nice. So I had to get it in. You know? What are you jogging for? Uh, you know, for the figure. I got to sustain the figure. You know, you know, you know. Yeah, but you you are slender. You kind of look like the Auto Mart balloon that just kind of blows in the wind. That's <laughs> because my limbs are long. You know, yeah. I got to keep the abs in shape. I don't yes. want that. I, I you know we got to hibernate in the winter with food, so. uh <laughs> I don't want it to build up. You know, you got to cut now and then game. Yes. So I know you watched the game last night. Everyone watched the game last night. Um, yes. I've been reading a lot today about the Cubs' schedule since mm, August, you know, that I think mm-hmm. I think 42 of the last 43 days they were, you know, playing a game or, you know, in the stadium. Um, how much do you think that affected a one-game sample? 
Oh, I don't think it affects your one game sample at all. Um, I Ooh. think what it comes down to is is a variety of things. Number one thing is that they couldn't hit. They couldn't hit that entire game. I li- actually liked. I know there's probably going to be a lot of people who dislike what Madden did managing the game wise, but I I liked what he did. He was playing against in the ninth inning, in the tenth inning. He was he put his big boys out there. He pinch hit for uh, Rizzo and he subbed out a couple other guys. If Ron Terrence score was hitting three later in that game, but that's that's he was he was betting on the fact that they'd be able to score against guys like Scott Oberg and yeah. and Ottavino after he came out of the game. And even Wade Davis looked pretty good, but I. I, I, there's not much that you can ascertain from a one-game sample, which is the craziest thing around uh, why this one-game playoff basically nets now a maximum of three games for the for the Rockies going into Milwaukee. But, uh, I, I mean, I, the biggest thing is they couldn't hit. They, the, the Cubs couldn't hit. If, if Madden was to take back one decision, I think it would have been hitting Bryant where he did in the order. He does not look healthy at all. I don't think he's looked healthy for the last couple months. Mm-hmm. He's always able to catch with the 94 up in the zone. He couldn't do it against Freeland. I know A-Rod kept saying that whole game that, Freeland's fastball's been high. Yeah, it's high, but Chris Bryant is one of the better hitters in baseball. Like, 90, 94 in on Bryant's hands is his, his, his money pitch. I, I'd be, I'd bet on that. I'd jump to any heat map and see where he's hitting balls, slugging yeah. percentage-wise. Inner third with him is, is money all the time. He's just, he wasn't healthy, and I think that if you want to criticize Matter for one thing, it's batting Bryant that high, but otherwise, bias came through. That's what you ask of him. Right. Um, otherwise, I mean, I don't know. It's a tough game, but there's really not a lot you could call. I don't think it has much to do with with the schedule, you know, they just couldn't hit. They couldn't hit. They won. What was that stat about 39 games this year where uh, one run. they they scored zero or one runs? Yeah. And, uh, the only other team worse than that was the Orioles, who did it 40 times or something, which is insane. So, yeah. And didn't the, the Orioles had like 47 wins? They did have 47 wins. That's so. the nuts of stat I've ever heard. <laughs> that's that's yeah. crazy. Um, Give me, give the people, if they haven't been watching baseball, if they're like the majority of people who just kind of catch up in September and watch October, give them a guy that they don't know about that they're going to be surprised, pleasantly surprised watching in the postseason. Trevor Story. Oh, Story's a good one. Yeah, I heard Will in the background there. I love I loved Trevor Story. I saw him back when he was with New Britain and Connecticut, and he was just a nobody, and everyone thought his, his swing was too long and all this stuff. And then he comes up a couple years ago. He hits like seven home runs in his first five games or something and just wreaks havoc. And then he went through a, a really poor cold stretch and everyone kind of sold him off. And then he adjusted. He adjusted back, which happens in baseball all the time. There's really no such thing as a sophomore slump, in my opinion. It's all adjustment-based. You know, you get guys who come up. I think it's going to happen to Juan Soto and Ronald Acuna next year. You know, yeah. pitchers are going to know where their holes are and they're going to adjust back. It's a matter of those hitting, those hitters figuring it out and adjusting. It's a game of chess. Baseball is a game of chess. But Back to your point. Story's a good one. I hope everyone knows about Yelich. If not, he's going to go off. He's I would hope. locked in right if now. If you don't know about Yelich, you probably don't want yeah. sports. Well, I'd hope so. Yeah. What and did the- I, I, would go, I would go with maybe some of the back-end guys in the Brewer bullpen, honestly, because that's going to be a fun team to watch offensively. They got uh, Corey Kniebel, who was their closer last year, had some knee problems, I think, and getting shut down, I think, late last year, and he came back. He's worked his way back. He's been dominant. Josh Hader's another one I know a lot of people don't like the controversy around him, but Hello. he's fastball slider <laughs> from the left side. Yeah. He's, he's extremely, extremely entertaining to watch. Um, so I'm going to story Hader and Knievel. Yeah, that's a good trio. With with how good Yelich has been this season and the power numbers way up. Um, yeah, uh, insanely. Yeah, insane oh because I watched him in Miami, um, and it, it was, was not the good. same player. But how did the Marlins justify that, that offseason now? Just uh, – <sighs> Well, they get Lewis Brinson back, who hasn't been good. He's terrible. Back, who <laughs> who? Has a ton of swing and miss in the minor leagues. Brinson. I mean, yeah, Brinson was, I mean, 
at the time, I, I actually didn't mind it from a rebuild standpoint. Right. Number one, there are two reasons. One, Brinson was a consensus top 15 prospect at the time. I think he's probably fallen out of that by now. There's, I don't know really what's wrong with him. He's still a plus runner, plus defender. It's just a matter of where the bat is. And that's what everyone's going to look at first and foremost for hitters like that. And guys who they're going to coin as the savior, especially Miami. But, I mean, they rationalized it because Yelich was a contact hitter. He was a doubles gap hitter for the longest time. If you look at any of his spray charts, he stays gap to gap. And everyone... And I mean, I, I didn't think he'd tap into this kind of power. If I, I think I wrote an article actually really early this year that he wouldn't hit over like 22 home runs, and I was extremely, extremely wrong on that because he was able to adjust <laughs> and take advantage of like the jet stream in Miller Park. So yeah. Um, but I mean, at the time it was fine. It's it's really easy to criticize them retroactively, but uh, I don't know. I mean, they're they're sitting on Brinson, they're sitting on Monty Harrison, the minors, who's a stud athlete who they hope they can figure out the swing of. But <laughs> it looks bad now. I just. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's tough to swallow. It's really hard to defend the Marlins in that trade, I have to say. Yeah. I'm, I'm stumbling over my words trying to. I don't know <laughs> either. Um, all right, last question. I'll let you get back yeah. to your jog. Um, who is the AL Cy Young? <laughs> yeah, this is a good one. Um, I, I think uh, it, it's got to be Justin Freelander for me. Yes! Um, is it not Blake Snell? <laughs> it's not Blake Snell, no. And the reasoning is, Everyone looks at the NL Cy Young as a consensus among Jacob deGrom, and I, I agree with everybody on that. Yeah. The, the metric you use to define that, if you're just looking for a general player value metric, it's it's war. It's Fangraph's war specifically, which is slightly different than baseball reference war. But Fangraph's war has Jacob deGrom as the best player in the National League, not only the best pitcher. And then if you're continuing to use that standard and going over to the AL, the best pitcher is Justin Verlander. So in my mm. opinion, if you support the case for Jacob deGrom as the NL Cy it's very hard to veer away from either Justin Verlander or Garrett Cole. If you go down to Blake Snell, he just doesn't have the innings, and a lot of his peripherals I don't think are as well-supported as Verlander's are. So, I mean, there's a couple pitchers in the AL who I think have graded out a little better than Blake Snell. I know he had a really good stretch. I know the Rays won 90 or 91 games, and he was the basically the focal point of that team. He was the, literally the only starting pitcher down the road on that team. They were bullpenning the whole time, and then Blake Snell comes in and throws eight innings clean. Mm-hmm. But um, it's it's Verlander. I, I would be surprised if there's a, a, which any – honestly, I'd be surprised if anyone goes Snell 1. I, I, they always release, obviously, the breakdown of everyone's ballot. But uh, I'll be, I, I love I love those because I love seeing where player evaluation is and how it deviates from yeah. person to person. But it's Verlander for me in the AL. I'm going to get a lot of phone calls to this. So thank you, Lance. Appreciate it. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, yeah. Great stuff. Uh, we'll check back in with you next week um, oh, when the playoffs sure. continue. Enjoy the rest of your jog. Thanks, man. Take it easy. All right. What a great guy. <laughs> he knows so much about baseball. Andre yeah. fell asleep during the middle of it. I thought that was No, a I did rude. not. And I'm very not knowledgeable. Well, I, he doesn't have headphones, MLB. so he couldn't hear Lance. But what Lance was saying was... Yeah, you're just going to watch videos in the middle of it? I'm sorry. I'm yeah. Sorry. You, do you know how microphones work? A little bit. Anyways. Lance was providing unbelievable analysis, um, and I kind of got distracted. I want to talk about the playoffs, but um, that Marlin shit uh, really kind of got me. Um, I disagree with him a little bit on Lewis Brinson. He's not good. He's get, He got consistently better throughout the year. Okay. Whatever. Uh Briar County. JJ Watt and Antonio Brown were teammates at Central Michigan. Yes, that is a fact. Wow. AB, call God. About billions. And he needs to call God right now because the Pittsburgh Steelers are. Anyways, we were talking about baseball. No, that's all I have. Lance is phenomenal. And uh, if you follow him at Lance uh, Uh. Brozdow, B R O Z D O W. Um, Great guy. One of the brightest uh, minds in the baseball business. 
and I don't follow baseball uh, like I used to, and I feel like I know everything because I see Lance every day and just ask him. That's fair. Rosdowski. Yes. <sighs> what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Andre just followed him right now. Did he? He, followed he did. He, yeah, go ahead and I hope I get him. a follow back. This kid's popping. 2,600 followers. Jeez. The Saints have a BYU quarterback returning kicks. Yep, that was funny. What's his name? Uh, something Hill. Taysom. Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. Yeah, I don't know. If he can only be half as good an athlete as his cousin Tyreek, then <laughs> think, think they're not related. Yeah. How do you know that? Will, were you there? By the phrase BYU? Yeah, that, that, would, that, that would narrow <laughs> so it down. So what are you saying, that, that, that Tyreek is not good enough to be a Mormon? I don't think he is a Mormon. No, I, no the Can guy... No, 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 no. disrespecting. The guy that went to BYU, I'm saying... I don't know what you're saying anymore. I think okay. if he was related right. to Tyreek, he would have gone somewhere other than BYU. Okay, you... All right, Clemson... Will was very passionate about the subject. Clemson went from Rev to Sunshine. I'm a big Trevor Lawrence guy. I'm a Are you aware of this? Big Trevor Lawrence guy. Are you aware of this? All right, so so Kelly Bryant got benched. Right. So that's. Right. Do you think he's related to Tyreek Hill? Hey man, he's got the muscles for it. Does he, he have a, the complexion he is a phenomenal for athlete. It? He's returning kicks and then Does running the wildcat. Does he throw up the deuces as he returns the kicks? You see. <laughs> I don't think he knows what deuces are. Yeah, I think he might be. I think he thinks that's a tennis point. I think he thinks that's a way to um, go to the bathroom. Okay. So Clemson, so Kelly Bryant got benched. Yes. And Rightfully fre- so. And the freshman with the long hair, Sunshine, comes in. And then Kelly Bryant says, with the new transfer rule, I'm leaving. Wow. Then Sunshine gets hurt. Got so slightly concussed. Rev cannot come back in. Nope. He can't. No, because he's not even at the game. He's not at the game. He He's in his go. dorm room. He went to the playing game. NCAA fourteen. He did not go to the game on Saturday. Yeah, they almost that's, that's lost so to depressing. Syracuse. Mm-hmm. What? Why does Syracuse give them so many problems? Um, I think Syracuse is actually a better team than people think. I'm a big Dino Babers well, fan. Why do they always have a pro? Syracuse multiple pros. Donovan McNabb. Who else? Uh, Chandler Jones. Okay. Chandler. Please. No, but I'm a big I'm a big Dino Babers fan. I think they always have like a safety they could draft. He's really turning the culture around down there. I think this is his third year there, and they've just gotten progressively better. The offense is just drastically different from what Syracuse has run in the past. It's one of the faster offenses in the country, and it's just it's just it's really fun to watch. And their quarterback Eric Dungey is he's a senior, and he's finally came into his own. He's he's really he's really playing good football right now. He threw a really bad interception against Clemson that probably ended up losing the game for them yeah. but for the most part in that game he played better than everyone thought he would okay i'm a i'm, I'm very high on dino babers i think he's gonna do good things there i'm high on kyler murray um and it's just sad that he's not gonna play football after this why the kid from oklahoma oh shit yeah it's signed with the athletics yeah no he's nasty he got drafted top 10 by the athletics <laughs> and, and, a- and took his four million guaranteed so, but he's playing I'm one sh- more year of football. I'm shocked they worked a deal out with him to let that happen. I'm shocked too, but that kid is really good at football. Oh, he's disgusting. And I think he should be a Heisman finalist. Easy. Uh, who do you think is going to be a Heisman finalist? Uh, that kid from Ohio State. Uh, Dwayne Haskins. Stu- stupid numbers. He followed me on Twitter for like a day. And then he was like, this kid is trash. No, I think he, I think he was trying. Like, I think I favorited one of his tweets. And like he was doing that thing, like, I'm going to follow everybody and then unfollow them until they follow me back. Mm-hmm. And I just never followed him back. So he said, fuck this kid. And why would you do that? Why would I not Mr. follow him Kennedy. back? Because I just didn't really care about his tweets. Wow. It was before. I think it was like right, right after he committed. Will Kennedy is a hard body. He's like blue check. 
He wasn't. He wasn't blue checked yet. He was. Skin. He was I'm gonna be verified one day. Yeah. He was just a commit at that point. All right. I want to get before we get our NFL picks in and get out of here. I want to get um, Andre's take on Earl Thomas flicking off his own sideline. Oh, it's great. Hey man. Ultimately, every player <laughs> has Jeez. a certain right to his autonomy, and that's what Earl, my frat brother, cap off side fighter, pie shots and noobs. No plug there. Um, he has a right to his autonomy, and he's aging. We know that. But for years, he's been one of the best. You said he's stages. Asian? That's what I thought he said, no. too. He's, he's aging. 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 Oh, okay. Bet. And, um, you know, he's been one of the best free safeties to play the game. And so I think that it was sort of a situation where the Seahawks knew they weren't going to pay him. Checks over stripes. And um, and he, um, you know, he was like, you know, just F you. Because I, I knew where I was, my body was at. And, you know, I got hurt. And I didn't get that paycheck. And now I think, you know, it's probably he's probably on the downturn of his career. And that's sort of is representative of what Le'Veon is doing. I do think that he would be an asset to the Steelers. I think that sort of maybe Earl Thomas isn't much of an asset to the Seahawks as Le'Veon is to the Steelers. And so it's sort of a different situation. But him, what about him flicking off his own sideline? I mean, I think the players knew it wasn't towards them. And that's even, swag. And some players, that's some so swag. Some players already came out in, in, in support of Earl. So I think we all know that he wasn't flicking off the players. He was clearly flicking off Pete Carroll in the front office of the Seattle Seahawks. And I mean, say what you will if you're a Seahawks fan, if you feel like he was being disrespectful. But I mean, ultimately, players, you know, feels like they're just pawns. In Give the, the man his money. I don't think he was being disrespectful. And well, I mean, I, he was being he was disrespectful. being intentionally disrespectful. I, yeah, and. Uh, I could think of no better way than that to wrap up than him on a cart flipping off the sideline as he leaves. <laughs> I thought he was flipping off somebody that broke his leg because I wasn't watching the game. And I'm like, if that's it, who is Pete Carroll not the GM there? They have a GM. He doesn't I handle think they contracts. Have a, they have a GM. Yeah, they have he, a GM. He, okay. He doesn't Y'all do. Y'all know Pete Carroll's the oldest coach in the NFL? Hey, he's like 75. I don't. I think he's like sixty eight. You know how he stays young. You know how he stays young. Stealing Heisman's from Reggie. You know how he stays young. Stays young. Stealing Heisman's. Chewing gum. Yeah, his jaw gets a clean workout (laughs) every every Sunday. If I chew gum like that, my jaw would look like one of these Instagram models. It'd be a Popeye jaw. Yeah, (laughs) that's really what I'm going for. Popeye jaw. Forearms and jaws, my G. Call him the the Caucasian chin. Get it like the crimson chin. Like yeah. I gotta get some more sound like, so I can just roast him. But he's literally like two years older than Bill Belichick, and it's just like I man, know you like, Bill's beat, not seventy. You can't beat genetics. Pete's sixty-eight. Nah, Pete's seventy. No, Sam, he's, there's no way. Pete, yeah, look Pete, it up. Pete's seventy something. Nah, he's no nah, because no when I heard that, like I was like something. I think he's sixty-eight. Yeah, there's no way he's seventy. No chance. But he's like two years older than Bill Belichick. I do. I do know that. Seventy-seven. Fuck you. Yeah, sixty-seven. That's yeah, what I, I thought. thought. Yeah. Whatever. He old as hell. <laughs> Walking around mad strong. <laughs> like take... if, if Pete Carroll punched you in your chest, <laughs> I'm still off. No, I'm still off. Have you ever seen that video that when that I'm pastor... sixty-seven, I am going to sleep. Have you ever seen that? <laughs> have you ever seen the video of that pastor who was like, "Why wow. I had to punch him in his chest <laughs> so he had respect for God"? You just I've don't play around that. with God. You need to look that up, dude. It was the most funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. Why? 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 Wants to look I've seen the that phone. pastor. Have Why? some respect. Do you want to be here? Have some respect for the Lord. All right. We bring in live our NFL expert, our NFL. Oh, sorry about that. What was that? You hear that? Yeah, a little yeah, bit. Sorry about that. We bring in live our NFL gambling expert and uh, 
regular on the show, Justin Birnbaum, couldn't be with us tonight, but he'll never skip a spread. <laughs> never saw a spread he didn't like. Um, <laughs> how are you? I'm fantastic, Casey. What? It's a pleasure. I'm sorry to interrupt you during supper time. I know it's it's really disappointing. I got this uh, full plate of pasta in front of me. My bad. Now I gotta wait, waste it. Waste no, it, we're waste not gonna. Here no, we're not gonna do you that. Assholes. Well, I would never waste the pot of pasta. All right. Yeah. Um. All right. So you're gonna give us your top five. If uh, this is a new segment on the show, Justin's gonna give you five. Um. Why should they listen to you? Because I'm a complete degenerate. <laughs> and, uh, I I come from a school of degenerates back home and the. Uh, Greatest place on earth, Staten Island, and I've lost plenty of money gambling, so that makes me about as qualified as anybody. Perfect. So if you're out there, you want to pay your bills, you're tired of being a fucking loser. Just do the opposite your of what girlfriend, Justin says. Yeah, no, just just listen to Justin. He's going to get you through. All right, so you're going to give me five against the spread. All right, give me, give me your first right, here one. Here we go. Yep. Rams minus seven against Seattle. Rams are 4-0. and Rams are 3-0-1 against the spread. Now, I'm not just saying this because they're my favorite team. I'm saying this because we might be looking at the greatest offense to ever step on a football field. Mm. So, Seattle's a little weak on defense. Yep. They just lost Earl Thomas, yep. who went out and flipped flipped the bird to his fans and his sideline. We were just talking about that. That's great, great segue. So, uh, you know, they, they haven't not covered this year. I mean, you either won three times or you push with them. So, I feel like this is a good time to blow out their rivals up north. And uh, I think it's going to happen. I would I would also go with that. Any any objections? Uh, I think that's safe. I thought these were against the spread. Yeah, Rams minus seven against the Seahawks. No, he's saying he's picking the Seahawks to win. No. Are you? You know, you what? just said the Rams. What is yeah. So how's that right? against the spread? Yeah, he's, he's saying the Rams are going to win by seven or more. Do you know how the spread works? Oh. <laughs> oh, Rams minus seven. He Jesus said, "Christ." Oh. Yeah. No objections here. Number two. Okay. Green Bay minus. And I love the analysis, Detroit. by the way. Thank you. Green Bay minus one and a half at Detroit. Ooh. Okay. Listen. That's it. You don't always go with the uh, when there's a home underdog. You don't really always lean towards it, but Detroit is terrible. They lost to Dallas, who didn't even have Sean Lee playing. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers had a robotic leg installed, mm. so he's now invincible, yep. and he's the greatest quarterback to ever walk on a football field. Mm-hmm. He does things that don't even happen in my dreams. They don't even happen in my fantasies. Wow. So. I think this is a pretty thin line. On paper, these two teams are pretty evenly matched, but Green Bay is probably going to win this game, yep. and they're probably going to win by at least a field goal. So I feel like this is easy money for you. So maybe we should just parlay all these together while we're at it. I because... think you're two for two. That one's pretty obvious to me. I don't think Detroit's that good at all, and I think Rogers, uh, his his attempt uh, yard per attempt is under seven right now. That's got to go way up. So he's going to thrash that defense. All right, number three. Yeah, and it will. Final note on that. Yeah, Rogers go always plays well within, within the uh, NFC North. Uh, Correct. I can't speak today. I'm sorry. No, really it's, fine. It's, fine. it's fine. Correct. Go ahead. Number three. Okay. You ready for number three? Yes. Okay. So they have the New York Jets favorite here by. Hold on. I just had, oh, New York Jets favorite here against Denver by two and a half. <laughs> the New York Jets, despite what? all my friends back home, are not good. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I really like Sam Darnold. So you have that going for you. But they're not good, okay? I don't like They've got good pieces on both sides of the ball, but they're not putting it together anytime soon. And they just got shelled by Jacksonville, who's a top-tier AFC team. Yep. But Denver also could potentially be a playoff team if Patrick Mahomes wasn't God's gift to Earth. So (laughs) I like Denver, especially with a 2.5-point buffer. I think Denver's going to outright win this game. I don't think the Jets have any chance of covering. 
So I'm taking Denver. This is Justin Birnbaum, our gambling degenerate, his fourth lock of the week. Okay. Number four, Kansas City minus three against Jacksonville. Jacksonville's defense is great, but Jacksonville's offense is not going to be able to do much. I know D.D. Westbrook's starting to break out, but that's not going to solve the problem that Leonard Fournette might never play in an NFL game again because he just finds a way to re-injure his hamstring every time he steps out onto a field. Yeah, that's nuts. And Patrick Mahomes might be uh, Jesus mixed with uh, Johnny Unitas and uh, a little um, – who's another great quarterback we can throw in there? <laughs> Peyton Manning. All right, so you got – you got and he sounds like Brett Favre. Johnny Unitas, Peyton Manning, Collar Kaepernick rolled into one player. Uh, and Jamarcus Russell, too. Okay? And Jamarcus Russell. He actually said, all right? All right, now all right. You're follow my Mahomie all the way to the finish line. All right? What's the line on that one? What's the line on that one? Minus three. Minus three. Chiefs are going to win this game. they got to settle down at some point, though. They do, but I don't think it's going to be this week. All right. Okay. And so. Justin Birnbaum, gambling degenerate, fifth and final Lock of the week. You need your bills paid. Here it goes. Okay. Baltimore at Cleveland. ESPN currently has us at no line. It's a pick of Baltimore because no matter how much I love Baker Mayfield and how swaggy he is, we've all seen the photo with the tiger and the Bentley. <laughs> the Cleveland Browns are just not good. And even when they are good, they're terribly coached. And let me tell you something. Yep. That shit is contagious. That shit is contagious, bruh. Contagious. That shit is contagious. Not nah, like okay. it's really contagious, bro. Contagious. Baltimore is not nearly as bad as I thought they would be this year, and I'm pleasantly surprised. I do think uh, Joe Flacco might be the biggest pretender in the world. I don't mm. understand how he won a Super Bowl, but this team is three and one, and they did beat the Steelers last week. So I'm pretty, pretty sure they're gonna whoop Cleveland's ass this week. Baltimore's really good this year. This year, no, they are. They, they are really good. Oh, this, this is the best offense. This is the first time they've the had Irish really dance. a vertical attack in years. Um, so I agree well, with you. It's the Lamar Jackson effect, you know, when you have yeah. <laughs> the, the two-headed snake. And 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 this is Baker's first real Browns Ravens kind of mix it up. So uh, division games are tough. Yeah, it's going to get physical. You got to have big hands. You got to have big hands yeah. in the NFC yeah. North or uh, you yeah, wherever the hell they are. Game. AFC North. AFC North. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I think you were born to do this segment, and I think we found your wheelhouse and. Uh, I think you're amazing, and I'm going to parlay all of those. So thank you. Well, you'll be a very rich man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll talk to you. We'll, t- we'll talk to you next week because you'll be here. Okay, that all sounds right. good. All right, bless. Bless him. Bless him. My bad, my bad for tripping on you. Anybody? Ga- are you, you're not gamblers, are you? I'm not. Yeah. So so minus if somebody is min- if the uh, Rams are minus seven, they have to win by seven or more. If somebody is plus seven, you spot them seven points. So if they lose by six, they still win the bet. So what's the order? So it says like, okay, so Jaguars at Kansas City minus three. That means Jaguars, right? No, no. the the where the numbers next to. So the Chiefs are minus three, so they're three point favorites. Chiefs are favored. No, 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 it just says Jacksonville Jaguars at Kansas City Chiefs, and then has the parentheses minus three. So yeah. the Chiefs are favored to win by three. Yes, because it comes after Chiefs. Yeah. Chiefs are favored to win by three. Yeah, we should put some money on that. 
Well, I'm gonna we're gonna keep Not a that run, one. We're gonna keep a running tally of Justin throughout the year. Yeah, of course. All right. Anything I missed? Uh, we talked about McGregor. He's gonna win this week. Blah blah blah. Um, There's a one in ten billion trillion chance for the only civilization in history. We don't have time to get that today. That'll be next we week. We kind of talked about that. Waffles are good. I don't know what that was about. <laughs> Uncle Ernie hit the panic button. He did, and it was his birthday this yeah. week. God bless him. Um, bless him. Yeah. Anything else before we go, Andre? Um, over and out. No, that's not how you end a podcast. This is how you end it. I was say game of the week, college football, VT versus Notre Dame. Everybody should watch that. If they're not at the function, you said VT Notre Dame. If they're not at the function, they should definitely take. Yeah, come by the function. But for now, I have never been so excited for a debut album than hers. I'd be in my feelings. Hashtag Andre's Kickback. 2K18. October 6th. Saturday. Be there. Sweet or be Saturday. Square. We got refreshments. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Everything. <laughs> 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 <laughs>